that's me, triple O G. Wipe me down. Arsha, baby. I just wanna get your attention. Thank you, thank you. I really wanna be all up I'm in your head. I'm a bonus dad, nigga. Cause what I got, you gon' wanna get some. Uh, yeah. But girl, that's only if you ain't scared. Baby, I won't knock. Damn, we gotta wait for the whole hook to drop. No, just to say, hey, dad. You just broke that part of my pen. Surfing around the peak of this zone. <laughs> I think it's coming, right? Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. For my real niggas. Alright, that's kind of good. It's kind of fucked up now. <laughs> the vibe, the vibe off a little bit. I need to switch it. Oh no, my DJ skills is trash. So I'm gonna do this right here. There you go. That worked. Ooh. You still trying to figure out what this got to do with dads, don't you? I looked over like this nigga, like, why the fuck you play this? First thing first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil, nigga. First things first, rest in peace. The realest dad on TV ever. Who better than Uncle Phil? You don't Who better than Uncle Phil? Pops. Your pops? pops. Bang, bang, bang. That <laughs> Yo, man, how y'all doing out there? This is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. I got Smooth with me. Oh, damn, I should We go there. I am here. This what is up, the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast, episode 14 or 15? 15. I usually, I'm about to just stop saying episodes and just do the intro, but episode 15, we're moving along. Thank you for the listeners, two man. Two for the fitting, two for the fitting. We got yeah, it, we man. got it, we got it. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. By the time y'all hear this, Father's Day will be over, but we just want to still say, you know, we still want to celebrate and show love to y'all. Yeah, man. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, you know. You only get this day, you know, women will never let you live it down, but it's all right. Shit, they still won't let you live down. It's women still claiming this day. Exactly. I do both. No, no, you're just a single mother. You're not the father. <laughs> it's okay, though. That's the bullshit. But anyway, we got some guests with us, man. I ain't even play my drops and nothing, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I play them at the end of the episode. But we got some guests with us, man. Ground boy Hemi, my, my bro Dooley. They've been here before, but they, now they, they actually before, get a man. mic this time. They getting a mic this time, so. Oh yeah, the mic right there actually. Y'all can say it was good. Lame niggas can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows. Don't save her. She don't wanna be saved. 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 Don't save her. I got my son with me. <laughs> who, who your son? Ba- baby Trey. <laughs> happy, Father's, happy Father's Day to y'all, man. Seriously, like I uh, I was I oh, called you oh, last oh. week too, bro, because I want you. To, it's funny because I want you to come up last week just off the stream. I didn't know you had to work and shit. I ain't know you had tied to. up in that schedule, man. The white people won't let me live. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck hell yeah. yeah like, huh? Niggas always want to be daddies until they don't want to pay child support and shit. Like, put she... that on my tag. 
talking about. <laughs> What's good, man? How was your weekend, Smooth? What'd you get into? This is my chill weekend, man. You I said that back. last weekend. Stop no, I bullshit. didn't. No, I didn't. You did say I'm I taking a break from the CB 2K wave. Go, you can go back and listen to the episode. Bro, I went to Surf City last week. That, that was, was light. That was light. All right, bro. All right. The end of the month is my turn up, so I got crazy vibes coming up next the next two weeks, man. That's all you know I'm what saying. that means? That means he found him a little something, and he been tied up. He been, nah. he been in the cut? That's nah, what that means. Nah, 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 nah. I, I don't two know weeks in a row? <laughs> if, y'all wanna know what my song would have been if I would have had the uh, the aux today, man? What? Lost ones. With uh, Cole, man. Oh, then you lost one. Lost a good one. one. Lost ones, man. How it happened? How it happened? Speak we on the king. Nah, we're not gonna get into all that, nah, man. Just give, give him the short, damn, man. I'm trying to further the pod. You know how many times I had to talk about my situations? It's I'm, all right, man. I mean, losses hey, I took, nigga. You gonna speak yeah, on this shit? If you hey, lost man. one, you supposed to be out trying to get another one. Yeah. I did wake up to like three Happy Father's Day. I don't know. I don't know if it was a joke or was it because the neighbors know my name. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nigga got kids everywhere. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do. You left something <laughs> in Miami. But you, he left something in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Little KJ running around. I woke right. up like I woke up like I woke up so confused. Like, huh? Yo, you can, know what? It might have been a joke. Yo, can you right. imagine in 10 years, if like 20 years, if a little nigga just track you down, like a little five, seven stocky nigga track you down, like I'm looking for girls, my, my, my pops. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine. I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking for that nigga too. <laughs> <laughs> what if he come, he come into your life looking just like you? Like, yo, you've been absent from my life for the past 20-some years, dog. Like, I need reparations for all that. <laughs> like, damn, why'd you wait to nine to find me, nigga? You should have you just... Put another 20 on it. <laughs> Word up, man. Some <laughs> bullshit. Uh, nah, shit. Yo. Nah, but what happened? My bad. What you said? You chilled this weekend and yeah, shit? Yeah, I was just chilling, man. You know, more money more money to put in my pockets for the, for the uh, upcoming CB2K store. Oh, yeah? You know it's about to take off. Last week, what was it, two weeks ago? We that need was tour it. dates, man. Tour dates. I told you, man. So the 22nd and the 29th, man, just watch my Instagram. I'm going up. Every single day, <laughs> smooth. I mean, uh, duly, but why you say we need tour dates though? You feel some type of way and shit. I might, yeah, because he's saying he, he trying to say, like, niggas, y'all just keep popping out, y'all ain't letting nobody know what the way is. Yo, like, let me hey, tell y'all oh. some real shit. We got a group chat, right? We got a group chat that we we don't use to communicate. I don't understand how that shit works. Hey, yo, for real, for real, bro. <laughs> hey, dude, I was going to text you today, bro, but just your phone number popped up with a green bubble, bro. Did and you get we, a new number and didn't tell nobody? Nah, 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 My service in my house is trash. Oh, all right, oh, all right. Because I'm like, yo, Even with the Wi-Fi, like, that shit kicked the Wi-Fi. I'm like, yo, why this shit green, bro? Like, did you get a new number or something? That's why I had to write you on the Instagram. I'm like, nah, if this nigga got a new number on me. I don't really know this nigga no more, bro. <laughs> so I don't fuck with the green bubble. I don't fuck with the green bubble nigga, man. Ask Mo. I ain't hit Mo up when he was a green bubble nigga. <laughs> That's a fact. Mo was fucking the group chat up, man. Mo, we had to kick Mo out of the group chat completely. Fuck you, nigga. You ain't, you ain't down no more. <laughs> nah, but fucking, um, nah, man. If you go back to episode four, group chat etiquette, man. You know, y'all niggas ain't got group chat etiquette. We stopped. We stopped fucking with that group chat, man. I'm tired of niggas. We stopped <laughs> fucking with the group chat, made a new group chat to still do the same nah, shit. No, nah, I reply in that group. I like nah, the, I I like the Instagram, like, yeah, I like I like the Instagram, Instagram group, group chat. chat. I got that shit on mute. Why? Wow, that's your <laughs> fault. Well, I do too, but that's your fault. Nah, but I still be tapped in. And same shit. 
Nah, I like the I like the Instagram group chat, man. You you could just keep posting new content and shit like that. Like the come oh, on, never know where niggas at. You just mad because you go online and look and see niggas popped out. Now you'd be like, damn, yeah, niggas could like, hit my phone. Word. But that's how you find niggas exactly. nowadays. Like, now you, you can know always go where niggas. I'm, I'm not I'm not the go to to go out with. No, you definitely niggas, niggas got their go tos. He go look, nigga will hit will hit. Oh, like yo, where you at? <laughs> that's Clay. That's Clay. Oh, right. Clay, Clay came through the cuts last night. Too. I call I call. Oh, like yo, you you out here? I'm out here too, nigga. What's up? Like right. Clay came through in the clutch. See? But niggas <laughs> won't hit me at Trey because we be in daddy mode. No, no, they no, like. Bad thing last night. I was supposed to go out too, but I took my sister to go get something to eat. <laughs> you you still Steph, bro? You nah, still, they you just still know your mo. They know Trey be like, I when niggas going. Nah, I right, you know what it really is, bro. <laughs> Don't go. I'm gonna keep, keep the analogy going, bro. You know what it really is. You just came off injury. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So you back on the Facts. court. Facts. So being, yeah, like you just <laughs> yeah, like you looking for I've your been first. You've been I know you've been getting buckets, but you ain't been getting team buckets. So you right. looking for your first bucket, and you know what I'm saying? You just like I feel like Clay. It's gonna, it's gonna nah, you stuff. I just tore ACL <laughs> after just putting up thirty. Like Draymond still coming through smooth. smooth. Draymond ain't never come smooth. Through for KD me. and Draymond. Hey. He two. He two. He Put two him in on the, the spot. Ask him. Yo, you ever came through for a nigga? Yeah, hell, me personally, smooth came through for me. I, I call, I call nah. smooth like, yo, we got a wave tonight. Da 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 da. Smooth popped out with me. We get to this spot. Bro. Shorty was like, yo, it's smooth. Smooth hit me one time. I was living <laughs> on Wegman, right? You know what I'm saying though, like, I was living on Wegman. Smooth hit me one time. This nigga ain't even spin the block to come get me. I'm sitting in the crib. <laughs> I said, he was like, he was like. Oh, I thought you was gonna meet me there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, bro. It's every man for himself. I don't even be having like waves like that no more. But when uh, I do, I always hit niggas up. Know what I mean, I mean, I know who my go-to's was before. Now I mean, cause everybody was in relationships before. You feel me? Or if they still in relationships, so I'm not hitting niggas. Yeah, but just cause you're in a relationship, you know don't mean you can't pop out. Nah, I've been trying to tell they, the guys. Yo, my name been, already in the dirt with yeah, a lot of females. Say, so, yeah, like, but yeah, that's yeah. your mo. Like, <laughs> nah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they not fucking with. And you, you already know how. You already know. But that's his role. That is his role. I listen. Yeah, nah, that's First just of all, not. Let me tell y'all one thing, cause y'all y'all must not. All y'all niggas got bad reps. Some of y'all, some of y'all get overlooked more than others. <laughs> all <laughs> y'all niggas got bad reps. Yo, like, my reputation is, is very good. My reputation is reformed, bro. Like my my shit is copacetic. Like what you talking about? Doghouse, yeah. nigga. Who me? Yes. <laughs> Doghouse. On my, on my, and I'm gonna say that for smooth. It depends, mean, cause look. Due to different circumstances, she Speak knows on it. another another relationship, so she knows smooth. Hi, I'm in the doghouse. No, no. Oh, not, oh, you just well, saying, saying. a couple of other. Oh, I'm good. Like, you know, I try to keep a. I remember a point in time where I never liked talking to the bros, girls, just because I never liked that. I never liked that energy, and I never wanted them calling me if y'all did some bullshit. I'm that nigga. I'm going to shoot you the bullshit, <laughs> but where your friends at? Fuck you talking about. I'm that nigga. What's good, sis? Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Because then, then when Dooley and Smooth do some bullshit, bullshit and they calling yeah. your phone, let me, brother, let me tell you what, you what your boy did. Man, listen, that nigga grown. He going to do what he do. Do not call me, and I'm not about to cap for bro, because I'll be lying to myself if I did. <laughs> I got nothing to say. 
Keep it real with yourself. Come on now. Think who you sitting next to. This nigga, how many times you probably done ran into, you know, I BM and she, oh, I thought Dewey was with you. Oh, uh, where do we at? Think about oh, it. Oh, damn, you be on it like that, was That was the 9-9-2000. Nah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nigga, that was, that shit. That was fresh, fresh out of, fresh in high school. Exactly. I can't, exactly. I I can't mess with y'all, man. That's, man, we gotta let me get. We gotta keep, get, some, get, me get some order in here. Yeah, nigga sweating. Yeah, no, cuz I'm already thinking about some, some incriminating right, shit. Yeah, yeah, Not from yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. I've been good. I'm just saying from back in the day. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, smooth man. What's on it? What's on your mind, man? What's on the docket? It's Father's Day. We got some fathers in the room. We black, um, we black men. What you got on your mind? I I got some thoughts too. But um, wait, I'm a I father. I had a question about, uh, for y'all. First of all, I'm you sure. I told you this. You to, no, time out. Yeah. Shit, bro. You, I was going to get him. You got him. Get Nah, go ahead, get him. Go ahead, bro, get him, bro, I told you episode 12, bro. Let my co-host talk. Just sit there and be a guest and, be, and speak when you've spoken to but, him. Right, <laughs> See, this, you ain't in a managerial look, position nigga, here. Nigga, look, this nigga thing. jumped on this shit like I'm part of the to each other all the time. I'm about to talk to y'all right now. I want to hear your opinion. Nah, but, get his, but my, my bro ain't even get his shit off. Right, like, bro, let me get my shit off again. Yeah. But he, we, we, this had, we address your shit later. Shit <laughs> we address your shit later. All right. All right, so, now I mean, what is being Father's Day? I wanted to, like, speak about what it means to be a father. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, y'all, y'all my two bros. Trey just entered the the, uh, the fold recently. Dude, you've been in the fold for a minute, you know, and... It's a lot of, um, you know, what the stigma Bitch, is. Bitch, say me too. I'm a bonus dad. Fuck you talking about. All right, Rube. You was, you were, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You right, you right. Yo, bro, bro. You, you right. don't know how. We, oh, I'm loud. My bad. Let me. Yeah, yo, yeah, bro. Tone it down listen, over there, my boy. You don't right. know what it's like when you raising another nigga kid and he ain't holding shit down. Nah, you right, you right. I'm doing it for the love. Not because, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you I don't right, want nobody to take that right. the wrong way. I'm right. just saying, like. You absolutely right. You absolutely right. <laughs> I'm just so, keeping it all the Trey, way. Trey, I love you, Nephi. Love you, Didi. All right, Trey, you just entered the fold. Rube, you a part of the fold. Dooley, you been in the fold. Bitch. And you know what the... <laughs> and then you know how, like, the stigma is. It's like, whenever something, like, you look at the, the like, how people stigmatize kids growing up, they be like, oh, he didn't grow up with his father. You could tell that's why he acting out. Or he doesn't know the ropes of being a man because he didn't grow up with a man in the household. Or she's dating a gangster. Or she's dating a man that, that isn't treating her good because she didn't have the father figure in her life. Or that's what she grew up seeing, like, the negative father in her life. So what does it mean to, like, be a father in your, in your child's life at this point? All three of y'all, you know, however y'all want to go. I, I don't agree with that because the stigma that my... See, I grew up with my step-pops. Man, my so step pops I. was considered uh, a gangster, but the thing that people overlook about my step pops, he had so many morals and principles that I picked up from him. Right. Even even when he did his his sit downs and you know what I mean, he had his his times when he was away, and they used to tell me that he he went on vacation or something or whatever they told us to keep us going. He still was teaching, you know what I mean. He was teaching me. He was calling. Telling me things that that I value to this day. Yeah, you know same thing. And I would, I can't, I can't replace that with nothing in the world. Like, not even, not even a relationship with my my biological father. Like, I would never replace that because of the things that I picked up and how it molded me into what I am today and what I'm trying to become. And you know what I mean. And just the path that I set to put myself on because of the things I learned from him. Could being a so-called quote-unquote gangster. 
Because right. gangster, gangster is taking care of your family. Yeah, people people look at the gangster and glorify like uh, the money and the power, the respect, but gangsters glorify taking care of their family. Like yeah. that's their motive. That's by their, any means necessary. Any means. Like, that. That's their motive every day. Yeah. So all the other things you see on the outside, they don't really care about. They care about family and protecting family. Let me let me add on to that real quick. Why are you passing me the mic? I got my own mic. I'll give it to Trey, nigga. <laughs> uh, let me add on to that real quick. Me and Trey spoke about this one time before. Uh, I was raised with a stepdad as well. I'm, I'm glad to have my pops in my life, but I had a stepfather as well. And that kind of matured me to my outlook on even dating a woman with a child. And, and if you're going to date a woman with a child, that woman needs to be make sure that she has a man that's conducive to her and her child's lifestyle. So you don't want, I, I would have never stepped into a relationship with a female if I wasn't willing to take on everything that came with her and her child. And then once you build a bond with that child, it's like, now you, when you full-fledged step-pops, it's like, I'm a bonus dad, you know what I'm saying? So I got to, everything that my step-pops installed in me, I'm trying to teach that same shit. I'm trying to pass that along because I, I saw firsthand, he ain't have to raise me, you know what I'm saying? He ain't have Thanks. to look out for me. So I want to be able to pass on that same type of wisdom, that same love, and just know that, you know, even though her dad is dead, and I tell her all the time, you know, you know I asked her yesterday, like, you know who your dad is, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, because she called me Daddy Shark, because that dumbass song. So, but I'm like, you know your dad is? She like, yeah, like, she understands, but at the same time, it's like, I still want her to respect that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want her to know who her dad is, and but I'm just trying to, you know, hold my shit down. I'm trying to be a better me, and that's helping me be a better me, too, so. Yeah. I wouldn't even call you a, a bonus dad, for real, because it's like, when you did all the time... Oh, when you there all the time, it's not bonus because you were there. Cause all right, so <clears throat> it's like how do you how you define love and what do how do how do kids define love, right? Yeah. And kids de, and kids define and this what I I got this from Nipsey for real for real. Kids because kids don't really know about money, so they define love about time with time. I agree. So it's it's how much time you're spending with a kid. You know what I mean? So she she may know her father, but you're not a bonus dad. You're her dad. Yeah. Because you're doing everything that a father does, and then like you said, you had a stepdad, so you know what it's like to be treated by by somebody who isn't your biological yeah, and, father. And knowing that it's not your dad and yeah, still exactly. being exactly. Yeah. And, and let me see, that's that's something all three of us have in common. You feel yeah. me? Because we all been grown been. Raised by another guy, you feel my pops died when I was five. You know I mean, his pops, his mom was together, your pops, and your mom was together, whatever yeah. it is, whatever the situation is. But you had that that figure, and whether it's a gangster or not, because like Dooley said, like my stepfather didn't talk, barely, rarely talks. I mean, we, we he talks more now than when I was in like high school and when I was a kid. But it's just like you said, it's morals. It's and then sometimes it's leading by example. Because sometimes you don't have to talk with people with could talk could talk a good game and don't stand on what they're talking about. Yeah. But and what what it is this showing like my stepfather step pops showed me instead of more so of this telling me you feel me of like uh, how to how to act or how to carry myself. I mean you know what I mean. And not only that though, my bad smooth up. But not only that though, I grew. The more my step pops showed me the game, my step pops was in the street heavy. Still is crazy thing. The more he showed me the game, the more he taught me get an education, but then still taught me the streets. The more he showed me that, and then I looked at my real dad who was doing some of the same things and then got his life together and went to church. The more I looked at my real dad, and I had a little 
I had a little, I had some complacent resentment towards him for the fact that he should have been teaching me these things. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I, I learned over time, like, I'm going to call my pops probably later. I learned over time that, you know, uh, you have to get yourself together. But as a dad, you still, you have to grow with your child. A lot of times these fathers, they trying to get themselves together and then come back and want to fix the child. Y'all got to grow together because I need to see that you growing too as a child. So I'm looking at I'm looking at nephew. I'm looking at the baby. And it's just like the fact that he's absent and he, you know, so, and I'm there and I'm present. She needs to see that, that model, that mold, like that needs to be molded in her to at least see some type of father figure, so. Because otherwise, and I try to keep her a respect level because otherwise she'll grow to not to dislike her dad. And eventually you're going to see for what it's worth anyway. So yeah. you're going to form your own opinion. But right, yeah, kids are perceptive. Yeah. So they pick up on everything. But so right now, I want I don't want her opinion to be based off of how her mom feels about him or how I feel about the things that he does. I want her to just love her dad. And still, love, and when I say bonus, I mean I'm just I'm I'm an ex. You got you have a father now. You got another father. Yeah. It's a bonus, dad. Like that's what I don't you know. So, but anyway, and I uh, want to say that being a dad, like you gotta, it don't stop when your kids turn 18. Because like I said, I my my stepfather was taken away from me, and my dad is still in my life. Until this day, I don't feel like he's accepting of that role and trying to be a dad to me because i i'm older now so i allow rule for it i allow him to to try to be you know replace the lost time and i, I allow it to an extent and i don't see the effort because I, even at this age i would still like for my father to be to try you know i would still like for him to, to put effort into being concerned as a parent for me knowing that you know what i mean just because i'm his son yeah and like i, I with me i would never stop I don't care if my son was 40 years old. Like I'm still, That's your baby. I'm still going to hit him up. Like, yo, and, you good? Yeah. You, you and, know what I'm saying? You and, all right? And let me tell you the difference between the three of us. And the male ego is very fragile. So imagine, like, somebody like Smooth and Mo who grew up in two-parent households. This is where Smooth comes in. He can speak on. Imagine looking and his dad is at every football game. His dad is holding shit down. His dad is dead, stern on him. And then look at the man he becomes. You know, and that that molds you as well, but because that made me a better person. But that 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 breed that breeds jealousy. To be honest with you, the fact that you have your dad is dead, holding your shit down, like like damn. And I know Smooth probably it could be a time where Smooth pops a pop off on him. He like damn, I can't stand my father. But then a nigga like us who ain't had that shit, and I wish my pops would do some shit like that. I called that nigga, he ain't answer. Like you know what I'm saying. Oh, no. so, Mr. Thomas used to fuck me up. Yeah, like we <laughs> yeah. look at when when we see a good dad. When we were younger, when we looked at good dads, we gravitated toward them because it was like, man, I wish my pops was this. I wish my pops was as cool as this and as stern as this. You know what I mean? All right. Um. So with that being said, like, did y'all do y'all feel like do y'all see the importance of it of like the roles y'all play in y'all kids' life now? Like being there since y'all. Yeah, I always say that y'all like lost your biological fathers whether like through death and then uh, other reasons like see the importance of why you needed to be there for your child now or well, oh good well, I, I didn't yeah. I didn't see it I've I experienced it during my journey and being a dad like okay. because I had a child young uh I was at, I was at it when I was young I used to think that I could do it all I could handle it all 
You know what I mean? That's what led to me having a baby. I thought I was grown early. Like, I wanted to do, <laughs> I wanted to be around the older 16, heads. 15, yeah, I hear like, the street. Yo, my uncle used to sneak me into the clubs. So I really thought I was an old head, for real, young. Until I had my son. This <laughs> <laughs> shit taught me a lot. Like, And I just feel like you got to experience it. And how you react to it determines who you gonna be, what type of father you're gonna be, what type of person you're gonna be in, that builds the character in you, and also the children that you that follow you. Yeah, I think for me, my dad is still in my life. My dad, with my dad, left. He left for a while, but he was always in my life. We just never had a connection. I really, I love my father to death. I love that man. I don't like him, and it's because we never connected. You don't know. He doesn't know what I like. He's a very stern dad to the point where it's like, it's my way or the highway. He has real uh, old school idealistics of the man being head of household and a woman supposed to do what a man says. Like he's, he's the definition of toxic masculinity, to be honest with you, but it works. And he found a woman that's willing to accept that role. And she's a great provider as well. So they work well. And I see, and I want that relationship too. I, want, I see their marriage as a goal. But being that I never, we never connected, Everything I learned from my dad, it was always secondhand. It was never what's told to me. It was sold to me, meaning my, my taste in music. It's only from sitting in the back of his car listening to him blast the shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I don't, you know, so that comes from that. It's second nature, secondhand. But it wasn't something that was taught to me. He didn't put me on to, you know what I mean? That's just me. Just in music in a sense, but everything. We didn't connect on a lot of shit. I mean, um, but I was, I was alluding to it was like, for you being able yeah. to step in as that, like yeah, you said, no, that's father. what I'm saying. I want to. Well, my if I didn't make the point, I'm sorry. Being that me and my my dad and I didn't connect, and I connected with my stepdad, I'm looking at nephew the same way. Like okay. I want us to be able, my I want us to connect the way my stepdad. I want to give her game the same way and just be fun with her because she may not be connecting with her dad. Got it. Oh uh, so, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to create another path. I don't want. You know what I'm saying? I don't want bad tendencies to rub off. You know? Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. And I'm. And my bad. And, and another thing, being that I never, being that I never connected with my dad. That's why I keep asking her, do she know who her dad is? Because I want her to connect with her dad, at least a, some part of it. I'm not trying to just be your father and fuck that nigga, like, because I don't. I don't. Growing up now, I realized I had two dads. It's just that. One was my favorite, and I don't want her to get to that phase and, like, you my favorite. It's just you got a dad and you got a bonus dad, and you, you know what I mean? And like Trey said, it's love is in the child's eyes is represented by time and patience and what you're doing. Like, it's, it's, it's physical at that point. Love is very physical to a child, so. For me, it was, uh, it was a little different. So, my, it's not different, but when my father passed, I was always with my father when I was young. So once he passed, I understand I understood that I wouldn't see him I wouldn't see him again. So what turned what happened to me was Dooley I met Dooley in third grade. So uh, my father died probably when I was what in pre K, something like that, going to first, second grade. Uh-huh. After that, I was a terror. Like I was like it led to me fighting because I did I had we male figures. I had male figures like my uncle Donald, but he was he was always at work working two jobs. So I had females around me all the time. So I I, I didn't have that male figure. Yeah. So what happened was I was aggressive, fighting all the time, getting suspended, and just mad different, uh, a bunch of different things. Yeah, just a bunch <laughs> of going down, pretty much going down the right wrong path. So you need you need that 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 
that kind of that father figure to um to to kind of mold you and that happened yeah. when i met i, or I met, met bro Isaiah with mr thomas like i was going down the wrong path and then i met him and then things start changing he started giving me like roofs at game he started he he treated he never ever since i met mr thomas he never treated me like i was just isaiah's friend yeah he always guided me like i was one of his kids and when you got in trouble he whipped your ass yeah, like he was like yeah, he, right. and that's something that's missing in today's era too right like but good so yeah but so he guided me and then once i met him i can honestly say my life it, it kind of things changed yeah. you know what i mean and then my my stepfather got more vocal and then my uncle donald uh he stopped working two jobs so he had more time uh, I watched. Uh, I mean, we are pretty much we seen. We all seen Kill Bill, right? And yeah. Kill Bill too. He said, uh, "Bill didn't have a father, right?" Yeah. And uh, when she went to go meet the pimp who was who was fucking with his mother, and she said, "Well, bastard kids always have, because um, that's uh, pretty much that's what I am, a yeah. bastard kid. They always end up finding father figures. Mm-hmm. So I was blessed to have four father figures yeah. within my my boy Mike that I always tell you about. My white boy Mike, his father always treated me like a son. My uncle Donald." Mr. Thomas and my step pops, you know what I mean? And those four men, they molded me to what I am today. Yeah. Which is, I mean, Mr. Thomas talks about all of us all the time and how he's proud of us. My step pops texts me on a regular, you know what I mean? Checking up on me, telling me that he's proud of me. Uh, my boy, big, my boy Mike pops, Big Mike, he always texts me, yo, I'm proud of you. Keep going, what you're doing, what you're doing. And that shit, um, that kids are males, definitely. We need that in our lives. We big need facts. to see strong male role models, whether. Whether they're doing something legal or illegal, you know what I yeah. mean, is, is, is important to have. That's why when we spoke about on episode one, like, your, finding your OGs, your OG could be the mailman. Your OG exactly. could be the security guard at school. It, your OG don't have to be who's on the corner, on the block. That's not, like uh, like Dooley said, that's not a gangster. Like, your OG could just be someone who gives you game, that wants to see you do well, that's happy when you do well, that wants to see you succeed. You know what I'm saying? Yo, cause and, a lot of them, my bad, Ruby, yeah. But a lot of them niggas that's be on a, a lot of the dudes that be on the corner. Sometimes you gotta, they they looking out for themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? They're looking. They want. They want to. Self interest. Not to say they don't care about you, but they they have more self interest than yeah, personal gain than seeing yeah. seeing you succeed. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what that's what's fucked up. You have you have, you have people who do want to see you win. You know what I mean? Out there, but I mean a lot of them don't even have guidance, and that's the crazy thing. Well, and that's what's wrong with you. That's what's wrong with the youth today, right? Right? They a lot of these guys, the, a lot of the old guys, they out here and they, they don't think. They the only think about getting money, getting fly, and fucking bitches, yeah. and that's and and I mean, and they they glorify going to jail and killing motherfuckers. Exactly. Instead of glorify getting your money and then building a foundation, because at the end of the day, when when it all goes, when you go to jail or if you get killed, either you leave your kids nothing. Well, a lot of these motherfuckers are coming crackheads, dustheads, and don't have nothing to show for what they yeah. did back in the day. Right. That goes. That goes to that post that I seen on Instagram. It was like, if you grew, if your dad was a street nigga and you a street nigga, your dad you failed. lost. You failed. Yeah. He failed. He failed. He failed. Man. You know what's what? What's even funnier is when you pick those role models, you are only perpetuating that same cycle. They, if they haven't learned and reached their full potential, potential, you're only looking at them at half. And you're only gonna reach your half potential. You have to look at somebody with with values, moral, with even sometimes even materialistic, but not in a, not not material, not like like assets. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like you know what I'm saying. Like if if a, if a dude has never owned a house before, you know what I'm saying, and you're looking up to him. 
what's the odds of you ever wanting a house? You know what I'm saying? What's the odds of you ever wanting to own something? If all you, if your role model wants a Beamer, what's a, what's the odds of you going to get a Beamer versus going to get that Nissan Maxima? Because it's cheaper and it's more affordable. But you're going to break your pockets to go get that Beamer. Because OG Trey had it back in the day. And I want to be fly like OG Trey. Yo, not that be, that be the thing that be killing you about men, right? Yeah. Or oh, about this this hustlers. Because in Jersey City, right, it's a lot of it's a lot of older guys, right, that we that we know who parents own shit. That's bugged me yeah, out that, too, that bro. That be bugging me out. Privilege. It be yo. Some of the OGs be be, be killers. Be, be killers and be privileged, be bro. Privilege. Like. It didn't have to be outside. <laughs> so it's like that yeah, shit crazy. It, like I know you and your pops got a um. You y'all 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 got y'all issues, but at the same time, like my my uncle Blow, I don't know you see him. He but my uncle, I'm keeping hundred. My uncle's a dusthead. Yeah. Man, you feel me? Like he tell he talks to me about your pops all the time. Like yeah. how your pops and my pops used to hustle together. Yeah, they talk. And, a and, lot and, of people talk to me and, about and, my and, pops. And if and they were friends. But I don't want to hear about uh, my bad. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't want to hear about my pops when he used to hustle because when he used to hustle, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. When my fought when my pops was in the streets, mm-hmm. that's the part of my life where we never connected. You know what I'm saying? I understand but it. my step pops was in the streets at the same time while my pops was in the streets and he was dead. So now I'm looking at it as damn, my step pops could do it and he ain't and that didn't even my father. He was in the streets and still made time for me. Yeah, How the true. fuck you can't make time for me? But again, I'm sorry. But the but the, but the you the hundred percent correct. But the point I was trying to make because your grandmother is one uh, is is a strong Absolutely. black woman. You feel me? She. That's another woman who cursed who cursed me out just like she my motherfucking yeah, grandmother. Every time I see it, we fucking up. But um. Like your pops understood that your grandmother owned owned the crib and she she was doing things for herself and your aunts and whatever you exactly. know what I mean was so on that he understood that he got his street money which I'm pretty much I'm pretty sure he did and opened up a fucking store exactly and he seen different like June and then who and, seen different and understood that yo I need to do this. So my kids will have something. You and yeah. Mary got something to sit back. No, nah, that's on. true. That's a fact. You know what I mean? I, I, and, but I a, and a lot of people I love don't that have. Death, a lot of people don't have that. It's like even if you don't want to run a tuxedo business, you feel me? You got something to uh, like, yo, fuck it. I, yeah. I can just do this because I know I know my father set this level, and I know I can I can take it to this level if I really wanted to. Yeah. He left me something. Uh, I want to say this too, cause a lot of a lot of things, a lot of times, men be scared. When becoming fathers, like that, and that's what pushed them away, like the fear of not being perfect. And I, I think that fuck up a lot of fathers. I had that fear when I first had my child, but I was in a situation where I ain't had no choice but to deal with it. Like my parents wouldn't let me stray away from my child, even even when they, even when like sometimes you get you give up. You know what I'm saying? Because you, especially at a young age, you like patience, you like understanding. Mentally, your mental capacity is not there, and a lot of kids is having kids young at this age. Yeah, babies having babies, babies. having babies, and that's the hardest thing for for a male is to, to gain that patience. And like I was telling Trey earlier, I was so proud of him the way he picked up becoming a father so early Yo. and how he adjusted from just now. Trey was always a grandfather, but just how he adjusted to prioritizing his son. Like you don't hear nothing else from Trey but Trey. Little yo, Trey. Yo, you know what's beautiful right now? There are a lot of fatherless 25 and up year olds who are fathers, fathers. now, and right. they are not following the same footsteps exactly. as their predecessors. Like, exactly. that, and that's beautiful. Like, I don't know if y'all see the resurgence of, like, we, we're seeing the importance of the male figure, and that's what the point of this episode is. It's Father's Day, but the fact that they're millennials now, 
I don't care what y'all say about millennials. We do some dumb shit, but when it comes to this parenting thing, we are here. We are very involved. Like, I'm seeing a lot of fathers be fathers and be the best dads that they can be. Whether it's on a low scale or not, they are involved there with their children. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the grandmas play a role now, too, because we did have children young. So now the grandmas had to step up and be a secondary parental figure. But the fact that our parents didn't let us give up on the, the parents didn't let them give up on the children, it's reflecting now. You can see it. And I think the guy, you know, kids 20 years ago who had resentment because their father wasn't there, they're realizing, like, I don't want my child to grow up with the shit that I grew up with. We so hear that on the cliche saying, exactly. But and, that's a lot of, that's and, like, a lot of pain, man. Yeah, man. Back to what Trey was saying earlier, it do take a village. It's not just, you can't do it all by yourself because you can't be a provider, spend time with your child, and, and, and still be the perfect dad but, because yeah. you, you got to balance. And yeah. it's going to take... It's going to take everybody around you, your family, their family, the mother's family, That's everybody true. to support. And mothers got to start. You got to, like, not to not to say that mothers talk down on, on fathers, but at the same time, you should never want your child to look at look at her, his or her father in a negative light, even if because yeah. of y'all personal Let relationship. Let the baby form that right. opinion. Because when the baby forms that opinion, that means that it's something that the father did. Right. But when you're just putting that information right. in, when you're just trying to like it, impacts you at the moment. It's a genuine feeling. Yeah, like, like kids suck, suck up everything. Right. Exactly. Everything they hear, they they suck it up. Yo, and then go back and say, uh, "Mommy, mommy said oh, yeah. you ain't shit." Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what it means. Like they just suck so, it up. Yo, but smooth. Just because you know you don't, you're not and under the same circumstances doesn't mean that you you know gotta be. Why and should have not speak on what it? Was like, your oh, no, no. Like, I was about to ask you that because for someone to have, what was that experience yeah. like? Because we emulated that, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, that uh, forced us to the block. I mean, the uh, I mean, the the, the root of my question was the to highlight the, the importance of the <laughs> was to highlight the importance of like father figures in our lives because, like I said like, last week when I spoke on the uh, when they see us and we I spoke on how I didn't like the way that the fathers behaved in the. In the, in the documentary, how they were yeah. so focused on going to work and not being there for their child in their child's corner. And you seen that in the documentary, how the kid, Antron, was like, yo, dad, why wasn't you here for me to go to court? You know what I'm saying? Like, fathers play, like, such a major part and get so yeah. little, like, like appreciation for it. Like, oh, you know what I mean? It's, and you see it through, like, social media. It's, it's like, blasted. Like you, know what I'm, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I'm. You see the women that, that post on Instagram, oh, I, my uh, my uh, my baby father ain't there. I do both things. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you laid down with that man. If you knew he wasn't gonna be the fatherly type, you shouldn't lay down with him in the first place. But fathers, did, like I don't him. know who needs to hear this. Fathers, you guys are important in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's always there's always that there's always that kid that needs their father in their life. You know, whether it's a daughter. Yeah. You know, like they they play the song at Sweet Sixteen all the time. You know what I'm right. saying? I have to dance with my father yeah. again. You know what I'm saying? You guys play an important role. And for us to be like, you know, that been a song. <laughs> it I, been a song, I asked. Right? I, I, should have been a song, right? <laughs> but yeah, like you guys play like such an important role in that. I just wanted to highlight my friends and what they doing, you know, because I commend you guys because a lot of people, a lot of people aren't willing to like step into those roles. I'm glad to see like a lot of my friends around me are stepping into those roles as a father, you know. Regardless of the regardless of the fact if you and a baby mother not getting along or such and such that you come together for the kid because it's so important to have a father figure for like like I, like I said for me 
growing up with a father, it was it was it was rough at first. I was you know gonna ask you that too. It was I, super. I literally it was, it was, had that yeah, question in my head. Was it rough? Especially for my situation, what happened with like with my uh, my older sibling, like because then it changed. You know what I'm saying? Like it went from like being laid back to more like stern, like parental guardian. But I was able to look at a man, see him at his high, see him at his low, how he how he rebounds from being facing adversity and like you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people turning his back on him. And being able to just rebound and continue life and continue to take care of his family, it and it was it was over. super important for me, you know. Like my father never forced me into fo- sports. It was something that I always wanted to do, but it was good to have him as a. It it was it was good to have him on my side as far as you know as a coach as a ch- like I mean and just being my biggest fan as far as like never allowing me to feel like I shorted myself or anything that I did in life, and. Yeah. Yo, so you no going much. to get them kids in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, stay down there, stay down there. Nah. Yo, smooth. Yo, uh, your pops was in the military. I was so about I to ask you that, different. like a military dad. Yeah, your pops, like your like your pops was wasn't he your coach at one point as yeah. well? Like him being your coach, so now you're the coach's kid. That pressure. I don't know, like that pressure of starting for your dad. Word, yo. Like, yo. How was that? Like, like that shit. Cause, cause I, that I never cause know. it's like, nigga, I don't, cause it could go two ways. I know, and I'm, and I'm not, I don't have a son, so I know for me it's gonna go two ways. It's either, yo, if you don't get a buck twenty five today, you got like, don't have me looking bad out here. <laughs> I'm probably thinking that in my head, but I'm not saying it. I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm probably thinking it like, yo, if you don't go for a buck twenty five and I put you in this game, knowing Ray Ray back there ready to run the rock, we, stop playing with my me. Bad, my bad, or it could also go like, you could be coddled, and that's the, and you never, right. a boy never wants to be coddled because it's like, you're like. He loves you, so he doesn't want you to fail, so he coddles you, and you're looking at it like you don't trust well, me. I've seen like, that, though. I've seen that all the time. I've seen that, especially when yeah. I played uh, PAL with white kids. Like, they could be ass. Yeah. And their fathers be the coaches, and they still start. Yeah. So was it, like, how was that? Like, was your dad, Instead your dad of being don't stern, seem like, he did, like if you was ass, your dad looked like he would bench you, but like, how was that? <laughs> how was he, though? Like, um, <laughs> all right, so, all right. So my father, <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened. All right, my father, my father was my baseball coach and my football coach. So Jeez. what happened was, uh, I did good. So I did good. so what happened was like a lot of a lot of parents used to you know like you know how parents are like outside of parents like, oh he your kid only playing because he because he's your son, but the di- difference was I was actually good at both of those sports. I was good at basketball. I was good at football. I was a star player of both. So what happened was it was it was like <laughs> he never he yo. never he never like he never was like extra on me as like as a coach. You know like like I wanted to be great myself. You know like he just gave me the tools to be great. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure, like, make, like every, I, I only played for him, like, two years. And then when I left, it was, like, it was a difference because it wasn't my father coaching me. So, that was, that was just the only, the only difference was, like, once I left his, his, like, his coaching, it was different. Like, he never treated me like, like, I was his son on the field or on any, like, aspect. He wasn't like, oh, yeah, son, do this. He treated me like a regular player. Like, yo, you, you dropped the pass? Go run a lap. You know what I'm saying? Like he never like treated me favoritism. separate. From, it was never no favoritism on the field. So it was it was cool. And then also the fact that you know what I mean my sister Veronica, she she had a, she had like a distant situation with her with her father. My father stepped right in, became a stepfather, and like raised him raised her as her own. I got you know a question. Shit, I, I never knew that. So yeah, man, Veronica, did, shout out to you, V. No, that's dope. I never knew that. Cause, and you wouldn't even know that you wouldn't know that unless you just said that because right. that's how much of a father he played right. in that family and st- that's and that's and that's the end goal even for me with D like with Trey like yeah, same that, situation like right. having Cody and then having 
having ashes. So it's like, but that's those that his babies. Like you know what I mean? Smooth. So did your passion for for sports come from your your anger towards your father at the time? My passion for sports. Right, like how hard you went and what made you want to be so, what motivated you so, to be so been great. Angry. Because he, he just not. said it was a point in time where he he was kind of like rebellion. Yeah, everybody's uh, gonna be rebellious. Right. Like, um, this is a rebellious. That, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Did that drive his passion for sports um, more? You just might want attention, like it just, you know. So, right. like, I'm listening good. Um, I, it's, it it wasn't it wasn't until like I, he wasn't coaching me and I got older when I became like rebellious. You know, because you know you get to that point where. Like it's 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 a, it's a male ego thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, with like two males growing up in the same house, and like he felt, and it was, it, and I don't I don't think it was more me personally, but it was more of a it was more of a, like a thing within him where it was like when I got to like high school when I started like putting on weight and I started like getting bigger, yeah. And he like you know what I mean as he's getting older, you know you know how like males are like with male dominance and alpha right, males right. and stuff like that. That's what I felt like played a part, and I felt like that was like the break. And, and we had like a slight break in our relationship where like we weren't seeing eye to eye on anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't trying to hear nothing he was saying. He wasn't trying to hear nothing I was saying. It was just like a clash. Like you know what I mean? It's, it's like the lion, like the like the kingdom. Right. You know what I'm saying? A, a young beta coming up, and then you, yeah. and you the alpha, alpha male. You feel yourself like you feel like you losing a step. So you want to keep clashing with right. each other. Yeah. And I, that's what, I asked that. I asked that because. I just learned Like <laughs> Since my son been born I've been pushing him To, to, to learn certain things Like to, to learn These basic things Like I've been Teaching him How to how to fight I've been We've been practicing Football and basketball Since he was a baby Like And I've been I've been Kind of like I want to I've been forcing that on him Even when he ain't Want to do it You know what I'm saying I just you, I just told him Like these things I want to learn Now That he's 10 I'm learning that He's picking up At his own pace and I'm seeing a, he's progressing even more now that I'm not forcing it on him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was that dad, but I had to learn that because I always felt like you should, as a father, you're supposed to teach your, your kids certain, certain things. things yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. how to defend themselves. But, you know? but but like but also like you said, it, it, it's a patience thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like for like for me, like like I said, my father never forced me into none of the sports that I played. It was more of a me wanting to do it type of thing. Like right. me seeing. Me seeing everybody play football that I grew up with, like my older cousins and stuff like that, play football, made me want to play football. Right. Baseball, the same thing. Like, I wanted to be active and stuff like that. So he never forced me. He just gave me the tools to be good. Like, oh, you want to you play baseball? All right, we're going to go to the cages Saturday and Sunday. And then you got practice Monday through Friday, you go to cages Saturday and Sunday. You want to be good? You want to play football? All right, Saturday and Sunday, we hit the field early in the morning. You want to run laps? You want to run stairs? You want to do all that type of shit? He just gave me the tools to help me get better at the, at the sport. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like he was never like, not. And like I said, it was more of an internal thing. Like, oh, I I gotta be good at this. I right. want to be good at this because this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you want to do something, you actually take the initiative to be good at it. Right. And he just gave me the tools, put me in all the positions to be be good. Like he right. was never one of those parents that be like, you know, you see on TV shows, oh, yelling at the kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't none of that. Unless I actually fucked up and did some yeah. crazy shit. But like even like I rem I remember back to my my like my when fucking, you take the garbage out my when I was <laughs> ten, when I was ten years old and you know what I mean in the championship game I mean I return a kick and I get tracked down on a one yard line that shit had me tight like you know what I'm saying I got tripped up on a on a one yard line but he ain't he ain't yell at me you know he's like yo you know you that's not what we work for. You know what yeah. I mean? You get on sprints and shit like that. You, you got caught at the one, but he he wasn't hard on me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just shit that you go through in life, and I never got tracked down again after that. 
Yeah. Exactly. I, see, I like yeah. that now. It's a mental thing too, like um, like um, with it subconsciously. Like he's not forcing. He may not be fun because I was like this with sports. Like I wanted to be good because I knew my mother come to my when my mother came to my games. I know my father to show went, out. I wanted to show up and exactly. show the fuck out. So it's like a subconscious thing too. Like yo, my dad, he's waking me up. He's he's he could be doing anything in the world for a smooth. And it may it may have been may not have been right. I'm, he waking me up at Saturday on Saturday and Sunday. I'm running. So when I get on this motherfucking field. I'ma show my ass every time I touch Hell the ball. Yeah. Every time a nigga run, run, run towards me, it, it, it be like that too. Cause that, that's the biggest. That's like kind of the biggest motivation. But you know what's crazy? That 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 anxiety and that pressure of yeah. when you don't show your ass, and yeah. it's like now, I'm I'm about to, I'm about, I'm damn near crying on the right. field because it's like. I ain't get a touchdown. I ain't uh, wild out like I was supposed I wasn't to. At my I'm, best dis- self. I'm disappointed in myself now when it's like. All you got is mom over here to say it's alright, baby. Yo. But and that's why I said the smooth. I would love to. I would love to. Uh, you need a debt. Come on, nigga. Come on, nigga. Get up. You better than that. Yeah. Mommy ain't saying that. It's alright, baby. Come on. Right. You want some ice cream? I don't want no fucking ice cream. Mom, want the rock again? Like so. so like that. Yeah, oh right? yeah. Like I swear, junior, we play ho- we play Hoboken, my nigga. I mo, I know you remember that. We got smashed, my nigga. My grandmother never came to a football game after that, my nigga. Until senior year, my nigga. She, she. Nah, ain't those six picks. Ain't those six picks. But it was nothing he could do. It was nothing none of us could do. Hoboken. We literally. That 09 Hoboken team was lit until. Yeah, it was nothing literally we could do. But my grandmother, I got in the house like, yo, you made me come outside for this. Like. Like, 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 like. like, That's real. That's real. You made me come outside for this. Like, Trey. Get it together. Like, and my girl, you know, y'all all know my grandma. My grandma, you walk in the house, my, what my grandma do? Watching sports. You feel me? Like, are you are you serious? Like, that's what y'all doing? Made me kick up for the next year. And we, 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 we did. We watched Hoboken the next year. She came to the game. And that was, a uh, what was that? The senior day. So I was happy. I wilded out. Like, exactly. I had, like, that's eight tackles in the beginning that, of the first quarter. But uh, what I wanted to, uh, so, you know, the male ego is very fragile, as I already said. But... Um, it's a lot to be said that you know negative outweighs the positive. So it's so uh, as it's one thing to be a, a, a male figure, to be a black man in the hood. It's so easy to walk up the corner and go hustle. It's harder to go get an education. It's harder to go get a job. It's easy to go out there and go do that shit. So imagine the pressure of a dad having to keep you away from that shit. Having to make sure to stay stern on you that you don't go following their footsteps or you don't go up the block to go see where OG such and such is doing in the corner and why it's so glorified and why you you may want to do it. That's a scary feeling as a dad. So my question for Dooley being that, because Trey, you obviously have a son, but Dooley, your son is of age. So, and you you can keep it 100 because maybe you don't, but I would hope you did. But what are you telling him as a black man about the judicial system, about police, about his skin color, about what's to come in the future. And I know he's young, so you may not yeah. want to take it there yet. But and and if you aren't, when is when is it appropriate to actually talk I, about? I it? actually haven't took it there with my son yet. But what I do, what I have been teaching my son is how to carry yourself. Yeah. How to you know? That's still how to, the same how to be proud. Yeah. Uh, as a you know how to be proud how to be comfortable with yourself yeah, be proud how not to kid. react because my son at an age where like he's 10 but my son be 
he be around little kids that act like they 15, 16. Like these that. kids, they live with their grandmother, so they run over their grandmother. You know, yeah. They're kind of like how we was when we was young. Yeah. Like when, when my mother used to go to work and I was at grandma's house, crazy. Grandma, yeah, that's crazy. Nigga, I ain't coming in the house till I feel like it. And if it is a curfew, when she go to sleep, my mouth here. Like, and I be just telling ain't my no son, pop to tell me. You know what that's that seem cool, but it's not cool when you gotta come home and deal with me because you you got somebody that you gotta answer to. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's a certain way you go about it. Now this is I show how to handle it. Like be respectful enough to say, Daddy, can I stay outside a little bit? And uh, like conversate with me and this communication, so I communicate with him and let him know just how to handle himself. You ain't got to be a follower to be cool, and that's because you know it's all right now. It's all about being cool with exactly. them. Who, who looking good? Yo, who got it's the freshest thing at that age. At just literally old, about bro. what people you care about, what people think. Yo, of my you. son be. It's on, gonna be a while until he be really looking up good. sneakers. <laughs> This nigga foot bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the water. Yeah. yeah. Like, and but now, I did just, you, now did you now did you speak about that as far as like being able to communicate? I remember when I was like thirteen, bro. It was a snow day in Jersey City. Now I mean, I was out from like two o'clock to like eleven o'clock. My father driving around. He drove to he drove to Sterling. That's where I used to be out on Sterling and shit. Oh, in a couple block by yeah, thirty eight. By thirty eight, this nigga seeing me, he's like yo, let's go get in the car. So I'm thinking shit sweet. I'm like, you know what I mean? He's like, yo, you you ain't con- you ain't call nobody. You got a phone. Why you ain't call nobody? I'm like, like it's a snow day. I'm chilling with my boys. Like, you know what I mean? I'm down here chilling. Think it's just sweet. I mean, we get to the front of the house. I'm walking. Hook me. Body shot. Bang. Drop me right, right in front of the door. Start going to my body. But I was like, he's like, he's like, all it took was you five seconds to t- pick up your phone and tell me where you was at. You know what I'm saying? And, and like as a father, I didn't, I didn't realize it at the time. But how important it was. And I didn't like as, how important thoughts. it was. It's three you know thoughts. I mean? as, a fa- as a black father, like, with, a, with a young your son, not your son, not communicating. He not, he not answering his phone. He not saying nothing. You only think about a certain amount of things. And it wasn't until I turned like 18, 19 when I found out that my father never went to sleep until I got in the house. Jail, dead, or kidnapped, bro. That's yeah. all that's on his mind. He, he, the he, fuck he, is this nigga? I and I was like, yo, too. I was like, that's yo, the, that's the hardest thing as a as a black parent because we live in the hood. You smooth. You got a nice ass house, nice ass backyard. You literally up the block from the trap, bro. You literally up the block. Niggas is up the block moving weight. Right. Damn, I'm snitching. I'm draw snitching. Yeah, a little bit, but I'm wild. <laughs> but yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yo, yeah, man. Yo, yo, niggas is like, up the block selling waters, bro. They up the they up the block selling cookies, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I, I was surprised <laughs> at that. I was like, <laughs> nah, I mean, my father told me he was like, he was like, he's like, yeah, man. He said, he said, yeah, I don't, I don't go to sleep until I know that you're safe and you're secure, like until like you in this house. And I was, I, one time I had to tell him like that with dad, yo. Hey, look, I don't want you staying up till I get in the crib because I don't even be knowing what time I get in the crib. I'm going <laughs> to no. just send you the text, yeah. and that's just going to be it. You know what I mean? Because if you stay up, wait up, I'll fuck around rolling this bitch at 5 in the morning. Your eyes going to be red as right. shit, dog. And you're going to be mad. Yeah, and you're going to be mad. So I was like, yo, I, was like, I, I respect I you enough to give you that text. Like, yo, I'm not yeah. coming home tonight, or I'll I'm be home. Out. Yeah, I'm going to be staying out. And that's just the relationship that I have with my father because, like I said, like you know how it is as a black right. man. My mom told me when I was man. mom told me when I was like six, seven. You got two strikes against you. you That's black, why I asked you. You're a black man. That. You got two strikes against you already. How you gonna live like? Yeah. 
Because like I said last week, it was important that my mother showed me Emmett Till. And I didn't mention the Scottsboro 5, which is a, a older, older version of the CP5, which is a similar situation. Five boys on the train basically got accused of uh, um, assaulting a white girl, and they all spent like 15 years in jail, and one killed themselves. So similar to, but my mom showed me all these documentaries like, yo, if you don't stop with all this fighting in school, if you don't knock it off, you're going to be one of these kids. Because all it takes is wrong place, wrong time. Mm -hmm. I'm finding the, the biggest, blackest kid I could find, and, and you getting all the charges. Because, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, then uh, that's just scary. Like, it's scary to, in the urban community. Especially in today's day. Yeah, the, it's the, one thing. actors at a young age. Yeah, they fucking... It's, it's a reality. It's scary. Little niggas holding guns. Birds and the bees. They fucking, Yo. they shooting, they fighting, and they ain't coming in the house when you're supposed to. I got now you, you got to whoop their ass. Now you can't even whoop their ass how you're supposed to because if you hit them the wrong way, all right. they got to do is... You go to jail kid. for that. Kids are manipulative now, too, because they know it. Now they go to school, you know what I'm saying? My daddy hit me. Now you right. fucked up. Yeah, I got this ill story about my step-pops. I don't know if you remember this, Trey. We went to... Uh, Golden Doors We went to this party At Golden Doors Right And I ain't tell my mother Cause I wasn't supposed To be outside I was at my grandmother's house Though Nigga my step pops Went around the whole city Looking for me This nigga went and run Flizz doorbell He done got Flizz In the car He went and run Trey house He went to Isaiah house Now they got Mr. Thomas with them Everybody thinking I'm missing And we all at Golden Doors Lit Off EJ because you never I know got my ass When you don't beat. know what your child is doing At that age When you think You thinking I'm grown I'm good I'm a pop You know what I'm saying Especially when your friends ain't checking in Now your your ego is really like Alright you know what I'm saying But you don't know what the emotions of What your parents are going through Right And it's like He was like All you had to do was tell me You was out at a party I'm like that's it I thought I was in trouble Cause, cause, cause that's I'm that's like, You make it seem like Damn that's it But you know he was gonna say no though he was gonna say no, but it's you not but even, gotta say that though. It's not even so much that they gonna say no. It's the speech that you gotta hear in order to, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I know I just did wrong and I'm trying to party. I know you wasn't having. It's it. like five cliche black parents sayings. Like if, if somebody told you jump off a bridge, you gonna do it too? Uh, yeah. yeah, if them, if it's if little on the other side of the bridge, I'm jumping. Yeah. Damn, that's the, that's what you wanna hear. That's the I truth. I got a parachute in the Fuck. boat. If, <laughs> if the bridge low, yeah, I'm jumping. Fuck it, my niggas jumping, I'm jumping. <laughs> shit, my pops used to do my my pops used to do this shit where like whenever I got in trouble, he used to hit me with some shit like. And I was going to take you to Disney World, but since you <laughs> fucked up, you ain't going nowhere. Yo. I was like, damn, what? Yo. And I'm like, damn, I fucked Disney World up? Nah, nigga. Ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like that Christmas report card. Oh. oh, Smooth got a story about that. Smooth hit that report card. Nigga, <laughs> that Christmas report card? I hate that shit. I ain't never get that motherfucker. Yo. <laughs> but, nah, I mean. Right after was, Thanksgiving? Oh man, they yo the school system was fucked up for that. They knew what they was doing. <laughs> Progress reports come out. Yeah. They, the school <laughs> they knew system, what they were doing. City school system was fucked up for that. They knew what they yo, was doing with that this shit. shit. Got me sweating like I'm But, yo, um, but uh, before before we leave off this 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 conversation, man, I always remember one thing that my father used to say. Like after every ass whooping, man, every ass whooping that I thank him for to this day, he used to be like, man, I will kill you before I let the streets kill you. And it's either Dude. two ways you could take that, you know what I'm saying? You could take that as like, yo, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Or you could take that as he loves you so much that before he lose you to some coward in the street who doesn't care about your life, 
he rather do it himself because he won't he won't lose you to the streets. You know what I'm saying? And I always looked at it like my father my father did so much to keep me from that life. And granted, I did what I did. You know what I mean? Growing up, you know what I mean? Just being a rebellious kid, but right. I'm just thankful for everything that he's done for me up to this point and everything he's going to do for me later on in life. You know what I'm saying? His, his job still isn't done. He, you know what I mean, you know how parents, a lot of people act, like to act like when they're 18, they, they can stop looking to their parent for help. But I see guidance each and every day. I'm still growing as a man. I'm not a yeah, full man. Right. So, and I still got things to learn. Similar, me. similar to me, my dad and my step-pop, my dad had a different saying, but my step-pops used to say to me when I was 16, and I and I love the streets. I, I was outside because he was outside, and I wanted, I just wanted to be like him so right. much. And when he saw how much I wanted to be like him and I emulated him, he, see, he looked at me and he said, yo, you see this? Lift up his shirt. He got a gash from like his stomach to his chest. I'm a two-time loser. Right. I got to do this. And, I, and I'm, a, I'm a provider. That's all I know how to do. I don't know how to get it no other way but to do this. You don't have to do this. This, is, this scar is a result of me being on a block and because I have no other resources and I had to pay the consequences. And what happened to the dude that did this to me, that's another story. But I don't want you to be a two-time loser. So similar situation. I, I don't want to lose, you know, don't, you don't want to lose, I don't want to lose you to the streets. There's no reason we need to keep losing young black men to the streets. Exactly, you know, it's, it's getting to a point where there's so many other options. Like, we got trades, education. It's, there's so many jobs, and I know they're not paying well. I know the cost of living has gone up, but we, you know, we have to do better. Like, that's why I said your, o- excuse me, your OG could be anyone. God bless you, little nigga. With me, my step pops, recipe to Zeke, he used to just tell me, he used to just tell me, think about the consequences before you think about the reward. Because sometimes you get rewarded now, and then the consequences come and bite you in the ass later, and now you ain't got nothing. Uh, He used to hold me accountable for everything I did. Yeah. Whether it was good or bad. I knew when I did good, I got rewarded. When I did bad, it was shitty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and he stuck to that. And I try to teach my son the same thing. And my dad, I'm not bad. My dad had the cliche saying, Dad, I got it. Oh, oh. Dickhead ass nigga. It's, I think it's still good. My dad had the cliche saying, uh, um, hey dad, yo dad, I caught my pops. Yo, dad, I got uh I got a B on my report card. You supposed to get a B. You ain't supposed to settle for a C. You ain't supposed to be under average or you supposed to be above that. Like you supposed to you supposed to want that for yourself. He rewarded me, of course, but he was telling me, like, yo, you supposed to do this. And that fueled me. So you could take that negatively, like, damn, you negative as hell. But I took that like, damn, that hit that's one of the, the realest things my pops ever said to me at this point in my life. Like, you ain't shit, but that was some good ass advice. Like, I'm supposed to want to get good grades. I'm supposed to want to be better. You're supposed to live a fulfilling life. That's standard. Yeah, but, don't but, brag about that. Brag but, about everything that comes with it, but, you know, so, whatever. But, but, like I said, man, I don't know who needs to hear this. I'm watching I'm watching the shit that happened to Dirt. I'm watching the shit that happened with these these young dudes who, you know, they, they speak about their kids and their rhymes a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to Sue Surf. How you saying that, like, yo, I miss my daughter, kindergarten, graduation, and stuff like that, or pick up from school. Like, I just wish that, as black men in the community that we just get to the point where we actually take that 15 to 20 seconds to think about what we're going to do before we actually do it. You know what I'm saying? When you when you when you live in that street life and stuff like that, like 
do I really need to do I really need to react to this nigga? Do I really have to shoot this dude or rob this guy right now and leave my family alone for for however long the system is about to give me? You know what I'm saying? Like you got like you know what I mean? I post my fa my family's on my my screensaver. You know what I mean? They tatted on my arm. You know what I'm saying? And I every and that's the only thing that I have right now that I'm that that I actually live for. But at this point, like do, when y'all y'all tat these people in y'all bodies, y'all got these people in y'all circles. Do y'all actually think about what their lives would be like without you in it? You know what I'm saying? Whether you're departed through death or whether you in a system and you're doing 10 to 25 years, like do you really want your child growing up? And your relationship be through bars, or you know, what I mean, you daily departed because of a situation where you could have just walked away from. Uh, you know and I don't saying? even think it's just just being a child. That could be being a brother. Just you know, what I mean, being being a son. Like I think that we should just live more for our family. And I think that I as black that. men, we should focus on building foundations. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely focus more day, on building a foundation <laughs> for yourself. Who wants to be fighting? Who wants to be around men? Why you, like, uh, all 24 hours of the day and all you see is CEOs, why I got to take a shower with another naked man? Why do you, why do you, what, do you, like, and you said, men, men pride are fragile, you know what I mean? So, like, you got to get over that hump. Like, yo. yo yeah. I was talking to my old lady about like depression and shit, right? I was about to get into that. Same I, mean, I was talking to my old lady about depression, and at one time I remember, I, and I never knew this term, and I looked it up. Once you you put me on it, being manic depressed. You oh, feel yeah, me? Definitely up and down. And, and, and I was like you got that. It, you happy? Once once I left college, I was like that. I left college because I thought I could I could excel more about. You know, I'm teaching myself and shit like that. And when I got home, the reality was, was I got swept up into bullshit. You know what I mean? Not using my time well. Wanting to hang with the homies on the block and shit like that. Yeah. And I was in a, in, a, in a depressed state. But the only thing that gets you out of depression, uh, my, and this is my opinion, is yourself. You feel me? Having self, understanding self-worth and self-love. Understanding you can't, you can't really. Yeah, yeah, like, like you said, it's not the end of the road. Yeah, yeah, this is nothing like because once you love yourself, you can do anything, you yeah. know. What I mean, once you're happy and you can accept yourself for who you are, whether it's good or the good and the bad, you'll be okay, you know. what I mean, and that's and that's how people gotta think like that. Yeah. Shit, that shit, that shit is crazy. And my bad, I'm about to touch on something else. Good. And I hope my lady, don't, uh, my lady, if she does listen to this podcast, she's probably mad at me. Females, if you broken. I don't know who needs to hear this, man. Like, somebody got hit. Yeah, no, like if y'all if y'all if if y'all not okay with y'all selves, it's it's okay not to be with yourself, but make sure if if somebody if your significant other is treating you good. Make sure to give that same energy. You know what I mean. And don't and don't use your 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 insecurities or your little the depression that you're going to as an excuse. Cause that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse at all. Because you don't know what your significant other is going to, but going through. Yeah, your man could be depressed too. Yeah. But he's making sure that you're good. He could he could be going through some things. And same thing with ladies too. With your man, if your man depressed and he's using that as an excuse, then fuck that. Make sure, like you, it's like make sure they good. Yeah, like it's not acceptable at all. It's not acceptable. Like, 
that's that, and that's really it. Like you could dive more into it, cause me, nah. I know me and Ruby having some in nah, like I was gonna in say. some in depth convos about this shit, and yeah. I don't want to go want to go too deep. Nah, that's cool, but especially not on the mic. Yeah, definitely not, <laughs> not, not on the mic. But yeah, but, like um, you gotta be happy with yourself, and the only way to get past depression is, is yeah, is self love. When you love yourself, when you understand yourself, you get past it. You know what I mean? Because that's what I had to understand. Like. Understand what I'm good at, what I'm bad at, and be and accepting that and being okay with that. Understanding what my life is like, and what what's going on and what's going on in my life, and understanding that you you control you can, you can control so much, but you can control a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're gonna take L's in life, yeah. but it is which how you gonna look at it? You gonna look at that L as a loss or as a lesson? And you gotta look at it as a lesson, yeah. because it, those things only make you better. And if it, it teaches you to, uh, it teaches you to not make that same mistake, unless you're insane. Because what do they say? The, the insanity is the definition of insanity: doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again, and no one knowing what it is. Yeah, that's that you're what we doing talked it. about. Yeah, last you feel week, me? Yeah. So it's like either you're it's gonna repetitive. be insane, or you're gonna you're gonna fix you understand and sit back and understand your failures and what you messed up at. I just, that's it. I just look at two things in my life, and I'm that I'm grateful for. But uh, I know that loyalty is great. Like Smooth said, with all these guys getting locked up, rhyme for their blocks, rhyme for all of this. Uh, you have to rearrange and prioritize your loyalty and your love. Understanding that there's an umbrella to your family, and if you're Christian, I know the umbrella goes God, the man of the house mom the children but everybody's not christian so i have an umbrella my umbrella and and i'm i'm really spiritual and shit like that but my umbrella right now has to be my family my bros you know what i'm saying every you know my i'm I'm, i actually take third row to that because when i make sure that my family and my bros are good i can make sure myself is good but when I'm down, my family and my bros are the ones who get me where I need to be. So I have to make sure so you. I'm, and I and I'm and I'm not afraid to say that I have codependent happiness within my my bros, my loved ones. Because when I'm down and when I was fucked up, if y'all would have never stayed positive, I wouldn't be here. So my umbrella goes as follows: Didi, Nephi, Mom, Dad, the bros. You know what I'm saying? And it has to go that way. But a lot of these people don't prioritize, and it's like you ride for the bros, but you have children that you leaving behind, like Smooth said. Exactly, man. So y'all rap, y'all they rap about the kids. They do all this shit. They talk about their kids. They get them tatted, all that stuff. Yeah, but, but you're not, in the situation, you, 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 you roll for somebody. You prioritize niggas over your kid, like exactly. Right. You, that's 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 one thing. Go, and then the and then what makes it even worse is I don't understand how it's like I don't like if how you, your if, friends be comfortable. Yo, being around, I love you, y'all so much. Kids. I love y'all so much. Unless I'm gonna keep it real with you. Unless somebody hurt. Let me just use Jade for example. Unless somebody hurt, God forbid, God forbid, unless somebody hurt Jade, the baby, or G moms, I would never ride. Like, I, I would never be like, yo, let's go do that. Yeah. Like, my first, if somebody hurt them, my first thought is, let's go do that. If it's somebody else outside of that umbrella of family that I feel like that should be important, 
outside of that umbrella, yo, bro, like, you sure you, you ready to do this? Like, because you got other stuff to think about. You got G-moms and, 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 and fiance and the kids to think about. You sure you want to do that? But if it comes down to the umbrella, let's do it. A lot of these dudes just be riding off the whim of loyalty and yeah, staying and respecting. Like, dog, your umbrella priority is not even the same. Like, what the fuck is going on? They ride to be in jail for them niggas that, that got away with it be sitting there rotting. You, 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 you riding for Trey, but then you done shit it on your baby. You shit it on, you just yeah. shit it on your daughter, bro. You that shit nigga it on. That, the nigga that you shit it on your baby for not even making sure your baby good. Exactly. Not yeah, exactly. Um But what's what was what's crazy is cause like I had a conversation with a chick recently, like she was saying, like, I understand like men and men pride, but like I don't need you to be overly masculine. You know what I mean? You got to know when to turn it on and turn it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at the situation with, like, with, with uh, Bun B, how the, the nigga broke into his house and his wife is in danger, or the baby, his wife and children is in Walmart, and he had no choice but to be masculine at that point. And your pride is in a way, you protecting your family, and you got to do what you got to do. That's different. But if I'm out with my niggas and a nigga say some slick shit to me in the club, that's a that's a time where I don't need to be overly masculine. I could just walk away from the situation. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't. You know what I mean, nowadays all it takes is for 20 seconds for, you know what I mean, you to whip out a gun, him to whip out a gun, or even if the situation you feel like the situation is squash. Now I mean, it ain't squash. He see you on a later date. Now he now he now he want to try to kill you, or now you in jail or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand what's the important things in your life. A twenty, uh, a thirty second altercation within the club or in the lounge or out doing some dumb shit could ultimately affect your life in the long run and affect the people around you. And you need to understand that you are living for something way bigger than just yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to live for something DC, way bigger than yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in DC, in DC, hey, look, that no, 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 Cause I don't want, you know. Yeah, I ain't slap my ass. I grazed it, but. Yeah, but she, but, yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah. But um, I want to live my truth real quick. And, and in the process of living my truth, the fact that I could talk about it is being in a good place, right? And I want to say something. So in 2016, I was in a really dark place. And I was all stressed out. And we joked about it last week. Like, you know, being with somebody and you cheating and they cheating. And it's just a whole fucked up situation. But as a man, soon as you find out, you can have 99 girls. I mean, 100 girls. Soon as you find out one cheating on you, oh, yeah. you, you heartbroken. You got 99 other girls, but you heartbroken. So I was, in, I was such a dog at this time when this shit happened to me. I was so broken, right? So I hit the group chat. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do this no more. I, you know, I can't take this shit no more. Say so by and I'm just sitting, I'm laughing because I'm sitting in front of Trey door and I'm calling Trey. I'm calling Trey. I guess he just took it in this early this night. I'm calling Trey, and then my brother comes to get me. But then Dooley and Smooth show up. I'm all crying. I'm all nigga. I took so, a ran from grandma's crib. Yeah, cause at this point, I, I my thought was I'm either gonna shoot myself or I'm driving off 14B. Uh, so. I was really dark and I was sad and I'm crying and I'm crying, crying. And the reason I can laugh about it now is because I'm I'm in such a healthy mental space that I look back like, dog, you look crazy. And I know y'all can never say this to me, but Smooth and Dooley pull up 
And they're like, yo, what's wrong? Like, don't take your life. And I'm like, she don't want me no more. This is fucked up. I want to end it. Yo, why y'all ain't never just be like, yo, dog, you about 300 plus pounds standing on the corner crying. If you don't get your shit together, right? So I'm like, if, if I'll, I'll just laugh about that. Like, yo, I, that's what I mean by at that time, the male ego was fragile. I, I had to take a look back. I realized I wasn't, I had 99 other girls. I wasn't sad that she left me. I was sad that she moved on to be with somebody that I thought was beneath me. And that was the ego. So... Or she even just thought that you wasn't good enough at the time. Yeah, well, I just felt like I was better than who she left me for. Right. So now that I'm with Dee Dee, it's like, that's what the that's what a, a, a strong black woman could do for you and put you in a healthy, conducive environment and just real rebuild you. Y'all rebuild each other, each other and connect. And though we go through shit as well, it's like, that's what it looked like to really make it work. But I just laughed at that, like, and it's funny because I'm sitting here crying and shit. And this, this nigga smooth like, yo, you hungry? <laughs> I'm like, Dogs? I'm like, yeah, no, 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 you don't remember? I'm like, yeah, I'm crying. Yeah, bro, I'm hungry. Nigga like, you want to go to White Manor? They got grits. <laughs> so smooth was like, you want to go to, I'm like, they got grits. Nigga like, no, they make burgers. We ended up, I was, I was, these niggas, I made these niggas take me to, uh, I'm on crying and sad. I made these niggas ocean, take right? me to, uh, we was on ocean. I made y'all take me to Broadway Diner because white right. men ain't have grits. I wanted grits. I was, you know what I'm saying? So grits saved my life. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like my bros being strong enough to lift me up when I was weak and just wanted to end it all. How could I turn my back on that? How could I, I love y'all so much. Why would. Y'all, if y'all ready to go shoot a nigga, why would my first thought be let's go? I'm, I'm riding, of course, but why would my first initial thought not be not to be to talk sense into you? Like, Man, let's think about this. Yeah, that's I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna put the gun in your hand before I talk to you about why it's not a good idea to put the gun in your hand. Let's let's go through our options first. But Man. you don't love me if the first if your first thought is you put let me put this gun in your hand. Let's go do this shit. Exactly, bro. Your bros don't love you, man. Yeah, hey, my uncle better think Trey. A, a couple times <laughs> He almost went off the deep end <laughs> I'm telling you uh, But that's it man Anything else on your mind smooth? Um, as far as that topic this Nah This our longest episode Yeah I got I got an activity to do To, to lighten the episode up Let's uh, do it Alright It's called cookout etiquette You know what I mean So I'm gonna ask niggas some questions and shit To find out what type of cookout nigga you is You feel me? You ready? What type of cookout nigga? Wait, yeah, what type of cookout nigga is you? Is you gotta, you gotta give a scenario because right. it's like. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna paint the scenario. On who invite you? That's who what I'm saying. I'm gonna paint the scenario for y'all. Right. I got y'all. I got y'all. I just need y'all opinions to figure out so our listeners know what type of niggas they dealing with if they try to invite y'all to a cookout. You feel me? All right, so nigga invite you to the cookout or one of your home, your, your close friends invite you to a cookout, right? They tell you we're starting at six. No, 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 no. I tell you starting at four. What time you showing up? Wait, say that again. Say that. Nigga, invite you to the cookout. If one of your close friends invite you to a cookout, right? They tell you we'll start at four. What time you pulling up to the cookout? This the family or this for the thotties? <laughs> all right, you right. Question. All right, so right, I'm going to do one. If your family invites you to a cookout that start at four, what time you pulling up? I mean, like my answer five gonna be six. Regardless. Yeah, my answer gonna be the same. I'm gonna be there at six. Yeah, five or six, two yeah. hours later. Nah, because if it's family, you gotta go for the food. You so gotta five go or six. You got, you, yeah. but six, but black families' food don't be done until about six, depending yeah, on what your you family be is. There in line 
Alright. Nah. Now if I your mean, if your home if your homeboy or homegirl invites you to a cookout, what time you going? When the homies I'll ready. Be there about seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'll be there late. Yeah, with the homies ready. Yeah. Alright. I'm on black people time. Definitely when the sun go down. Yeah, it depends. First of all, I'm come I'm I might go to the family cookout with some ball shorts on. Like I'm coming I'm coming to the homie cookout fly. Like I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm showing the fuck out. Exactly. It's, it's too hot to be out there in the sun when with the fly get up, like fuck the fuck out. Is you is you bringing something to the cookout? Uh, to the family you, or the friends? For the family or the Both. friends? I'm bringing something to the friends cookout. You bringing, bringing something to the friends cookout? You ain't bringing but, shit. Br- but niggas I'm bringing, bringing a shit to the family cookout. The right. friends cookout, yes. But not no food though. I'm bringing a bottle and a bottle for the the immediate homies. But right. I'm but I but I'm but you know me. I'm courteous enough to ask you like you want me to bring some chicken, some some anything like. Oh just, yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, you want me to bring some juice and what? I'm just like that. And it depends with, with family, homie. Family, my family different. Like the family. Make sure everything there, like yeah, you know beforehand. What I'm Whoever hosts the homies, the homies, the homies, believe shit out. <laughs> right, right, right. You get the yo, y'all niggas got something to drink. Nah, we. Yeah, it's like yeah, we only brought one bag. Yo, that's that's, that's, yo, one bag. that's like that's like we had a we we had we had this big ass house party, right? So at Jared crib and shit. So you was you was still in school. We had this big ass house party at Jared crib. I brought this 24 pack of beer for the homies, not for the guests, for the homies. I put the 24 pack in the sink. Trey said, "Yo, we need a beer pong table." Me and Trey go on a mission to go get the beer pong table. Oh, yeah, I remember that. What you think happened to that 24 pack? Done. Done, nigga. I'm tight now. Facts. I brought like I brought that for the. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm always, I'm never gonna show up to the homie stuff. But family, they gonna come prepared. They don't need nothing. And that shit was shaking. Yeah. Oh, that right. party was so, so Jared, shaking. That's when he was living on Clerk. I think. Oh, it was. It was so shaking. It was over was capacity. It that lit. block was over capacity. <laughs> that that <laughs> block never seen so many people. It, was, on it them turned before. into a block party. Facts. Oh, all right. All right. Next question. So when you get there, right? Do you greet everybody or do you just, not I mean, slide in? Like, you a slide in type nigga or uh, you greet everybody? Yeah, facts. You got to walk in there, walk through the whole spot to see who in there. You show love to who you show love to and then you, you find your placement. You, uh, you, you find a seat. For me, I'm am pushing I, the homies first. Am I single or am I in a relationship? That's another thing. Oh, uh, my God, bro. No. Come I, on, bro. And, and not even, not even like the bro. fake single. Not, not I'm, I came alone, so I'm single. No. Like, am I single or am I in a relationship? Like, did I pull up with Didi or did I <laughs> nigga, pull up like nigga, fuck Didi? Nigga, this is today, nigga. What are you today, nigga? All right. Oh, All right. So, it uh, it just goes. It stands. When I come in, I give one big year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goldie in the building was goody. And if you're on your back, you know what I mean, I ain't about to individually dap. But if I'm single, I might. Because I want to scope. I, it's, that's the difference between being single and a relationship. Like, I ain't looking. I really, I try to keep my third eye closed, my third eye open. And I try to keep my vision uh, narrow. Meaning, like, my senses on go, my, my senses are on point. But I'm lowering my senses to women. Like, I try uh-huh. to keep tunnel vision with yeah. it. Yeah. Talk but my third eye first. is open. So Unless you want, like, though. Unless yeah. you, like, really wanted a homie. Especially homies. right now, because I don't want to. The last thing I ever want is to be somewhere and all you got to do is hug a girl and that, you know, like, that shit just go left. It's so, yeah. It's just, right. we in a weird time now, bro. It's a really weird time. So, are you a cards player or dominoes? 
Spades. Spades. I'll give you some dominoes at the family cookout, but I'm a sp I want the what spades he, table. What do you say? What do you say on Battle Boy? Die my hoes, <laughs> nigga. All right. Next question. So, what you looking for to put on your plate, bro? That's question. That's that's the main question. No pork. No pork, okay. Pork on the fork. No pork on the fork. But let so, me get that so, chicken. Yo, so paint your plate to me right now. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let me get that macaroni salad, potato salad. Okay, if you okay. Got it. I mean, I mean. I want chicken fresh off the grill. Yeah, that's a big finesse. Burnt or no? Or no, it's not. Nah, I don't want my shit burnt. I don't like burnt chicken. You don't like the crispy? No, I like that shit. I'm gonna need a shish kebab too. I ain't gonna hold you. I fuck with those. Right. Yo, I got a question after this question too, cause that this. What else? What, what nah, else y'all got on y'all plate? Oh, I, oh, I, I ain't hear the first part. I, like I want to skip nah, over burgers. I want a burger too, but if you ain't got the fifty cent juices from back in the day, you cook on it. Man, I want a burger. I want a burger. I want two hot dogs. I want, and I'm keeping it all the way funky. How them DC niggas said, I want two glizzies. Glizzy with the attachments. Yes, all the attachments. I don't care if y'all judging me or not, man. What the fuck is a glizzy, my man? Man, that's a hot dog. He want the glizzy with the attachments. He want the glizzy with the attachments. I want the glizzy, man. I don't care. No, I'm from Jersey. I don't play by your rules, bro. Hey, yo, G. Hey, yo, G. I don't play by your rules, G. I want the glizzy. Pause. He want the attachments. He want the glizzy with the attachments. I want a burger. Which I want a hamburger. I mean, I want cheeseburger. I want two hot dogs. I want everything fresh off the grill. Uh, yeah, I want macaroni salad and I want two bar I want two pieces of barbecue chicken, preferably a thigh and a and a drum. I'm that fat nigga. Y'all niggas fuck with the watermelon? No. Yeah. I don't fuck yeah. with the watermelon. I don't. I don't fuck with watermelon. Right. If it's sliced, if it, if I watching it get sliced, hell yeah, I'm grabbing one. I don't fuck with the but you know I'm fat. You see how meticulous I was on my plate, like how I had cause I but yo, I got a I got another question. Smooth, I don't know if you can relate, but yo, when you go to the family cookout with Shorty you gotta make her play too, cause you know how it Shorty be. On how long you, you been with Shorty? You know how Shorty be shy. Like she don't, she want to eat, but she don't want to make her plate. Like, don't you get? I can't well, she stand that. First long of enough, all, cause shit, make my plate. Yeah, first of all, when you <laughs> when you come to the family cookout, you make my plate yeah, in your plate. You make my plate. Is that mad? Is that is that toxic though, smooth? Like, it sound kind of toxic. Sound, but I, like, no, it's we, not toxic. We're in a different era now, bro. It's just it's just the fact that your woman should be comfortable enough around your family to feel but like. But you family. know how women are. They shy. But like, we like that too. When no, we go to not. That shit. First of all, I come through the spot. Yo, no, I think it's different. It's women and women too. not like, when we go to they cook out. Not only that, and I think I know what Trey about to go with it. I know, if I've been around you, if I'm always around your family, yeah. and I'm comfortable to that point, I'm about to make my own shit. I ain't about to right. sit down yeah. with you. And then the thing about females... But you gonna like, eat in our fee, huh? Fee <laughs> nah, but this, this, this is the thing, right? With females, right? If a fee, if a, if the female dude is comfortable with her family, you automatically got to make your play your own yeah. yourself, you feel me? But if a fee, but if a female, a certain females, they they cool, they could be cool with your family, but they want you to make your own shit. They want yeah. you to make their play... Cause they want to, they kind of like, they want you, they want your family to see like, oh yeah, he really, he really fucking with her, like with some weird that shit. That go I don't to, know. yeah, that go the other way around. Fam, black families are judgmental to where it's though the oldest, like the grandmas and yeah. the fifty year old uncles. They looking to see what type of woman you are, like. Yeah, fact. So they want to see like, are you the? Let I me mean, make me and my man like, are you a selfless woman? Like I don't know why yeah. they ju like they judge yeah. like that. Like they want to see what kind of woman she. You gonna make the plate for but, both them? But or that's you gonna how make your but own our plate, grandmothers like and mothers are gonna be like. 
like that because yeah. they, they want the best for us. Because it's was, like, you won't take care want, of your man? Yeah, they... they Shut they, up. Especially <laughs> when your grandmother, like, you know what I mean, take care of you. Like, she, she yeah. makes sure she making your plate or, you know what I mean, she making sure you got dinner at the end of the day. Especially for niggas who live with their grandmother. Like, I know in high school... I don't know. I you was up with your G-Miles high school, yeah, right? Yeah. So you know, like you was playing sports. Like when football season, you, you know, grandma was coming through with at least three, four meals a week. You yeah. feel me? And she was making sure that plate was proper. Shit, G-Miles and everything was proper. coming with three, four meals a week last year when yeah. I was there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You feel me? So it's just like yeah. your, your G-Miles, like especially your niggas, niggas grip. Niggas' grandmothers be making sure they be good and what like we know what kind of female they want you to have. Cause if your if your girl don't treat you like your your G moms and she feel like she don't treat you she don't treat you like she treat you, then she ain't good enough. I know that's how my grandma nah, is. I know what but you and mean. I know your I know grandma's exactly. the same yeah, way. Cause we talked my, about my that. My grandmother you know? judged my last three girlfriends. Like if you if you not yeah. doing for Trey or like the way I do for Trey, then you ain't good enough. It's to the point yeah, where they judge men with a fool too, and I be <laughs> I be kind of nervous. Like, you ever, yeah, shit home? you ever got some? Sh- you ever brought some shit home and you're like your mom's or somebody look at the fool like, <laughs> who, who made that? <laughs> you like, oh shorty, yo. Nah, I ain't gonna tell shorty. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just say, oh, you know what? you're my cousin, my cousin. Oh, this, uh, I was at a cookout in my friend crib. They, they just made me a place. So look at this shit, yo. Just, nah, they be like, scary. they be like, they already know what it is. They be like, that's baked chicken. <laughs> Come on, ma! You notice? You notice? She like stop moving? it, cause cause they be they be fucking with you, bro. Like why you gotta do that to me, ma? Stop it, stop it. Hey yo, ma, ma just be looking at me like who cooked that? Right. Oh okay. <laughs> I hope you know how to cook, cause she ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> or, the, or they digging? They take a fork. Let me get some. They take a fork. They who made this? Uh, I did that to my mom. I did that to my, my mom like two weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, my taste is. She like, oh yeah, this asparagus a little off, but whatever. Yo, it's fine like, to me. Like, I gotta eat it. I was but, like, damn. But all right, nah. back to my questions. I got like two more left. Are you? Do you? Do you get up and dance at your cookouts? Yo, yo, Dooley, your G mom's the uh, the, kid, the queen of like uh, pudding. Though we need some pudding too, bro. Grandma. My bad. But go ahead. Would you, I just want to get Are y'all dancers at the cookouts? Like, do y'all get up and dance with everybody? Nah, no. You don't dance with aunties and grandmas, no? No, no it's too hot. Nah, for yeah, they pull me. They don't let they don't me. If I'm standing there, they nah. gonna pull me. Oh, they don't fuck with you. <laughs> they do fuck with me. I'll be the I'll be the stank I'll be the stank nephew in the corner. Oh, <laughs> I but you know how you avoid that? The, you keep I'm a the, plate in your hand. I'm the mean. <laughs> <laughs> you and keep the last, a plate in your hand, won't nobody bother you. And, a, and the last question is, what time is you leaving? Y'all said y'all get there around 5, 6. What time when are you leaving? Time to link with the I, homies? Just, I just had a family cookout, though. So that's why I'm, I could have this conversation. When it's time to link with the homies? <laughs> <laughs> what time are you out, smooth? <laughs> <laughs> Eight o'clock. <laughs> I get y'all about two hours. Who the family cook out or the uh or the, oh, the, or, the or the bros? Nah, I, nah, I definitely saw out of the family cook because they always want you to clean up. Well, you, <laughs> yo, you can put these, yeah. you can help put these kids back in. You got, you got get shit. Nah, yo, yo you know what I'm saying? I got slide right know, now. I mean, Come with that big ass glass. Don't care what sneakers you got on, what fits you got on. That's why I don't go to family cookouts. Fly. Nah, we about to roll. We about to be done. We about to be done up. That's why you never go to the family cookouts fly. They don't give a fuck what you got on. Yo, they'll ask you to move the whole bench with water, with dirty water. Come on, yo, for real. Like you don't see what I'm wearing. Word up. 
Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I, I pulled. I pulled up at six. I'm out at eight. I don't care. Go, go get but that cool bro, out the back. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the after party at the, at the bros cookout. Like, yo, what's the next? <laughs> niggas be niggas will be at the cookout till ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, drunk as hell. Like, yo, what we about to do after this? Nigga, I'm going home. I'm tired. I'm out, bro. Yo. <laughs> You shout out, bro. But if, if we had, if we if we had an invite, I'm leaving. It depends, like I said, if I'm single, I'm taking. I'm leaving till I grab something. I grab something, or I get that text. It's over. Take it down. Take I'm it out down. KP for life, nigga. You oh man. But man. Last thing on your mind, smooth. Uh yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to all the fathers, my friend. Like I oh, I just posted on my Instagram and shit like that. Like I'm getting to that age where I'm getting invited to weddings and shit. Like. Shout out oh, to yeah. my brother, my brother John. He getting married in August. I don't know. Um, get to that age, man. Shout out to everybody that's becoming a father, like Trey, Dooley, Rube. You know, who else? G, Molly, Donnie, all my friends that's fathers now. You know, keep doing what y'all doing. Keep being a good father. Keep being there for your kid. You know, it's, I mean, I commend all you guys. Um, who else I'm missing? I'm missing a lot of other people, but you know, shout out to y'all. Keep yeah, doing what y'all right. doing. Shout out to my pops. Great job. Appreciate Still you. working. And keep it up. That's it, man. Shout out to all of the dads. All you know, all black fathers. It's a it's a very hard task, like we spoke about, man. Uh, this was a long ass episode, our longest episode, but I also think it was one of our best. You know, I want to thank Trey and Dooley for pulling up to the spot, man. I had some more jokes, but I ain't even get them off, man. Thank y'all for having us. Cause appreciate it. I, I meant to say in the oh. intro, I ain't know how to even introduce Dooley. Cause you, y'all ever saw Dooley get his shit off around females? Like Dooley would walk up to a chick and be like, "Done. How you doing? I'm Sean." <laughs> it depends on who it is. Why that nigga like, voice she, so? Why your voice related, so deep? If she related, I give her my government. <laughs> if she not, it's dawn season. But nah, man. Uh, you know, thank y'all for coming, bro. I love y'all, man. GB for life and we just do this for the love. Rakia, I hope you're feeling well. I just spoke to her yesterday. She, you know, she in better spirits, but you know what I mean? Ladies, we also we know we spoke to the the men, our men audience a lot this week, but you know, give us this week, you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all might could pick up some gems from what we were speaking about, you know, and y'all endeavors. Um also I wanted to give a shout out to the uh the fathers who aren't here to raise their children, you know, my boy Ray who passed away. My boy Mark, uh, but but you know, uh, Lil Judane, Draco, you know, cousin G's, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of fathers that couldn't be here, but you know, you yeah, left you left crazy. a legacy here. Draco did you know what I'm saying? Shit. You left a legacy here, and yeah. he that's all that means. You know what I'm child. saying? Kuda, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Kuda had a son. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So shout out to y'all, man. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Whether you're here, Daily Departed. And with that being said, this is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. I got my boy Smooth with me. Call us up if you want to request. The number is 1-800-8. Crazy. Got a little sun now. Flow me. Running around is crazy. 
do anything, man. Do anything. Life is precious, remember that. And if I die, then my child will be a I just had a newborn. Shorty weighs seven pounds, six ounces, 20 inches, too strong. I'm happy now. I'm a daddy now. I gotta be there. I ain't get to see my daddy round. Nope, we ain't never get the ball out, kid. I was young, the game caught him before I did. But back to you, son. As for you, son. I do any and everything. That's the truth, son. From the dirtiest diaper. So you get old enough to dirty your nights up I'm your cleanup man You ever need a hand, need a foot, need a heart, need a lung Reach for the phone, call me up son Yes, everything drops for you Everything stops for you I bury a block for you I let go every shot for you And I reload the Just to make sure he's hit I got a little boy to look after I got a little boy to look after I got a little